0: We're back, folks, from a long-awaited hiatus just after the 4th of July holiday. Here we are with the season opener for Season 6 of the Resource Podcast. I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of REMAX Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts & Associates, uh, or so my bio says. You may have come to know me from a five-day-a-week Instagram and TikTok reels uh, Instagram reels or TikTok kind of uh video production, content production over the last little bit. We've kind of amped our uh content production up on that front, but uh, we're not going to forget about the podcast either. This is where it all got started. We are very, very excited to be back with you, and I've got an interesting topic for you today. Um, Let's let's pay the bills just here for a minute. Uh, if you could give us a follow on all of our social handles or whichever ones you prefer, at J Realtor on Instagram is where we send most of our content. We'd love your follow over on TikTok at J underscore Pitts, but you can find me at JTPA Louisville on. Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook, the resource podcast, facebook.com slash the resource podcast on streaming platforms for this podcast and other podcast content. Apple podcast is where you find us. You can also find us on Spotify. Okay. Let's get into it today. I, you know, I don't like coming on here and standing in front of this microphone. And to be frank, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do, to have a conversation with yourself. We're not a guest-heavy podcast. I don't have a co-host anymore. So having a 30-minute conversation or thereabouts with yourself is not the easiest thing in the world to do. In order to do that, I have to feel fairly passionate about what I'm saying, and I don't like bringing you subpar content. So I have you know, opted to stay away. Now, I've had some personal things going on. I had knee surgery. I had a couple of family vacations, closed out a really fun summer and got my kids back in school. I'm coaching ball, which is something that is also a passion of mine. So, um, you know, no shortage of things going on. But, um, you know, a big reason why I came back to the microphone today was that so many of you spoke to me when you saw me. People... Um, you know, caught me in the hallways here at REMAX Premier Properties or sent me a message asking or or even a, a mild teasing about when the podcast was going to drop again. And so that gave me some inspiration to get my thoughts together. And I'm coming to you today with something that is incredibly uh, impactful, has been impactful in my life. It's something that I circle back to one of those seminal moments in, you know, my career in real estate, my career as a leader in the real estate industry, my passion for leading individuals and and having, you know, a life by design. Uh, It is not from life by design, but I'm fairly sure a mentor of mine, Mr. Tom Ferry, prescribes to many of these same things. Um, Think and Grow Rich is, in my mind, the most productive, the most impactful book out there for personal philosophy and achievement. I don't want to go into self-help. I mean, self-help could be uh, something that you could call it, but personal philosophy and achievement or personal achievement philosophy. Living the life you want to live, there is no better book for my money than Napoleon Hill's original Think and Grow Rich. Now, for those of you that don't know the backstory, Napoleon Hill tells a phenomenal story. And if you can hear it in his words, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Um, He spoke once and talked about how uh, Andrew Carnegie inspired him to write Think and Grow Rich for free. Going to work for the richest man in the world to write a personal philosophy and a personal achievement book for no pay. And what he did was he accepted the assignment with only some basic living expenses covered by Mr. Carnegie, someone who was, again, the wealthiest man in the world at the time. He did it as an act of faith. And what it led to is becoming one of the greatest selling books of all times, translated into numerous languages throughout the country, throughout the, uh, throughout the world, and pr- provided generational wealth for his family beyond anyone's imagination. So it should be understood that the genesis of this lesson was in faith. And I, I don't mean in a religious type of faith, but, but more of a having faith in yourself that if you do what you think is right, the world will reward that courage all right, so let's get right into it. Um, there's a lot of lessons in thinking grow rich, a lot. And this is the most simple. For me, a lesson must be simple. I'm, I fancy myself a smart man, but simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. That's a Leonardo da Vinci quote. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. If you can say something incredibly impactful in a simple way, it, it, it resonates with people. It moves people to action. So anyway, the thing that I take most, and I got this from my father. My father was my first mentor, probably my most impactful mentor. And he taught me, right, that you can have a life that is completely by design. You can get anything you want, okay, and you can do so by following what is taught in Think and Grow Rich. And there are four requirements. Just for. Again, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. So basically, you have to start with number one. Number one is a burning desire. Burning, as an adjective, is chosen for a reason. It has to consume you. This is not as as my friend, Mr. Tom Ferry would say, is not an interest. It is a commitment. You are not committed or you are not interested. You are committed. Your alignment is perfect. Your actions and your, and your thoughts, your feelings. When I started in real estate, I wasn't passionate about real estate. I was passionate about being successful. I determined that real estate was a vehicle to have high achievement. It was it was had had this combination of things. It had a low barrier to entry, it had limitless income, it had flexibility, it had, you know, entrepreneurial spirit, it had service, the ability to help others endlessly and receive great compensation for it. It had, you know, aspects that pointed towards wealth growth through investment. Uh, limitless opportunity for education, um, you know, interpersonal interaction, persuasion, all these things that I loved, all these things that I was incredibly passionate about were all rolled into one. I wasn't actively passionate about the idea of selling a, a, a house, four walls and drywall and bricks and a roof from one party to the other. That transaction did not inspire me, but what I could get from it Making my own schedule, what I could get from the industry, what I could give back to the industry is what inspired me. And I had this passion that was burning so, so intensely that I would not accept defeat under any circumstance. I had a chip on my shoulder, but it didn't border on negativity it was that I will show you. You don't want to work with me? Fantastic. No big deal. I'll find someone else, and I'll do my, do my best for them, and they will have better outcomes because they chose. They had faith in me the way Napoleon Hill had faith in Andrew Carnegie. I say all this because that burning desire is a requisite to get anything you want. If you do not have it, you are likely to be trying to convince yourself to want something that you think you're supposed to want. I'll say that again. If you don't have a burning desire, it is likely that you are convincing yourself to want something that you think you're supposed to want. Let that sink in for a moment. The world needs ditch diggers too. Not everyone will be financially free. Not everyone will be self employed. You got to be different. You got to be okay being different. You got to be okay knowing that those people around you that are small minded are doubting you at every turn. You have to be okay with it. You got to be cut a little different to have the courage to pursue that burning desire. You got to be different to have a burning desire in today's world. But Napoleon Hill knew that that was the start. And without it, all other action, all other achievement was impossible. So, number one, a burning desire. Number two, very, very much hand in hand with number one, that's why it comes second on the list. You must have a mind closed to all negative input. Not one ounce of negative input is accepted, allowed, permitted. Your mind must reject it instantly and do not allow it to penetrate your subconscious. Now, unfortunately, we know as a subconscious defense mechanism, those closest to you, those you care about the most, those who care about you the most, will defend you against future disappointment by interjecting negative judgments, energy, attention along the way. There is no doubt that those closest to you that don't think as big as you do, that don't possess the burning desire that you possess, will interject their negative opinions, their judgments, their assessments on your ability to succeed. They'll do it quick. They'll do it often. They'll do it early in the development of that burning desire, and they will discourage you as a method of protection. Because if you shoot for the stars and hit the moon, that is a failure. A failure brings disappointment. Disappointment hurts. Pain ensues. And they're trying to protect you, even though they don't, f- they don't understand it. They're wired to want to protect you, even through jealousy. They're wired to protect you by interjecting negative energy to discourage you from even attempting something that is beyond your current reach. Sometimes you'll find inspiration in those who have little to nothing invested in you because all they get is what they get in a very short personal interaction, interpersonal interaction with you. And passion and desire and genuineness, they are qualities that read from the instant You meet someone. But your best friend, your cousin, your mom, your dad, your brother or sister, they've lived with you through all your weaker moments, through all your failures, all of your subpar successes. And they're quick to remind you of all of those, even when you're trying to rise above. You have to understand That this is where the discouragement will come from. And you have to bulletproof your mind and close it. Close it off to anything but encouragement. You must have a mind closed to all negative influence. Number three, the boring part. The part where we figure out whether you're willing to talk about it or be about it you must have a plan, preferably a written one. And in that plan, you must have continuous action towards execution of that plan. Now, it doesn't have to be carved in stone. Plans change, plans edit. We have micro victories and micro failures. We don't let the negative creep in after the micro failures, and we don't get cocky after the, after the small wins. We layer them. We learn from them. We progress. We grow. We edit, and we move forward. Sometimes plans take a long time to materialize. We celebrate our successes along the way, but we know that our job is never finished, like fashion we as people are never finished. This is where a good understanding of discipline comes in. Discipline does not have to be absolute. You're you're a human being and you will fail at times. If you quit smoking, you're going to have a cigarette at some point. You don't know When that minuscule failure is going to be, but one thing that you can do is prevent that one cigarette from turning into a pack, from turning into a habit that you keep for another 10 years. Because that individual failure does not constitute defeat. A plan must be worked on, it must be executed continuously. Because as human beings, we crave progress. A failure can be progress. It can show you a way that you're not to fail again. Okay, I learned that. I can't be around people that smoke. I quit using smokeless tobacco in 2010. That was 12 years ago. It was an awful habit I picked up in college playing baseball. And uh, I quit on my wedding day. It's a story I don't know that if anybody really knows. I, I quit on my wedding day for my wife. It was a gift to my wife on my wedding day because it was an awful habit and it was very, very bad for my health. And about ten or eleven months later, I had a little relapse. Now I, I recognize that this, I'm not talking about like methamphetamine or anything like that, but but it's a it's a it's an awful addictive nasty habit that makes you do bad things. And I I started using again, but I was afraid to tell my wife I had too much shame because it was a gift to her on our wedding day. And so I hit it, and she caught me, and I was ashamed. And I quit again, and then probably another few months later, I started up again, once again, ashamed of myself, and wouldn't tell her until she caught me again. And I realized that hiding that from her it may not have been lying to her face, but there were lots of lies involved in in obscuring the truth and hiding that. And I finally had to come to grips with my shame of failure, but the plan remained that I was going to quit. And so what I did was I edited the plan and I said, babe, I love you and I'm sorry, but um, if I'm going to be successful... I need to know that you're not going to judge me. And so I can release the shame and I can have your support if I mess up. And I need you to know that I genuinely want this. And it was all I needed at that moment. Didn't know I needed it. Was her to say, okay, I'm in. I got your back and i never use this stuff ever again it's been 12 years and i don't think i ever will but one thing i also learned is is that when i go play golf and there's another guy with me that does it i don't need to sit in a cart with him for 18 holes um it's pretty simple right like there there are probably more serious addictions to kick and and i'm sorry for the uh the story with fairly you know limited impact on my livelihood or all of that. Um, I, I don't claim it to be relevant. It's probably why I've never told the story, but it really, really works in expressing what a plan and continuous action is toward the achievement of any goal, right? Um, and, and negative energy for that much. You know, I allowed that shame to creep in and it kept me from achieving my goal. So a plan and continuous action and progress toward achievement of the goal is what you, cre- is what you crave. It's, a, it's one of the single greatest motivating factors that human beings have is progress. So keep that moving. Keep that moving. All right. Last, certainly not least, you must have a mastermind. For those of you that don't know what a mastermind is, a mastermind is an individual. It's a human being. It's a person for you to bring along with you, to counsel you in your pursuit. There's a couple of qualities and the search for a mastermind with any, with respect to any endeavor is incredibly important. You should take it seriously. It's typically someone who is balanced emotionally. Someone who doesn't get too high, who doesn't get too low. It's someone who is secure in their own life and their own pursuits. It's probably someone that has masterminds of their own with regard to certain pursuits. You may be even their mastermind with respect to some of their pursuits. And they're going to return you the favor on, on what you're trying to achieve. It's also someone that celebrates the title of being the mastermind. You ever got somebody in your life that just never seems to have time for you? Um, They're bothered by your presence. They may love you. They may care about you. Um, You know, and I I don't mean that that they're busy doing their own things, but when they're face-to-face with you and you have a question or you're having a conversation, they'll take a phone call or, you know, they'll put you off and not come back. Now, I I would – say that i I'm somewhat guilty and I could be um, referring to myself in some cases but I, I think the most of the people that are around here at Remax Premier properties would tell you that everyone here knows that when they have my attention they have my full attention and I will I was ten minutes late to start this podcast today because I was having a conversation with an agent that needed to be finished I had another phone call to return actually it was probably more like 20, 25 minutes late but I had a phone call I needed to return to one of our agents. When you're on my team, you're on my team, and I am your mastermind. Okay? Now, you must do the things on one, two, three to get me to to prove to me sometimes that it is worth me being your number four. But if you're serious and you're genuine and you want to achieve something and you're on my team, then I am there for you. And you need to know that the person signing on behind you is going to shoot you straight. They're going to tell you in your weaker moments where your burning desire, while your mind closed to negative, where your continuous action toward achieving your plan, where you're faltering. They need to inspire you when the plan needs to be changed. They need to tell you where... You've got an unwinnable hand and you need to fold. They need to have the courage and conviction to help you and have those difficult conversations, regardless of how challenging it may be for them. Because ultimately, being a mastermind is not about what it brings them, it's about what they bring you. And they need to be happy in that role. Someone who understands the importance of a mastermind is is a good candidate to be one. So let's recap. Four things required to get anything you want in life, not in real estate, but in real estate if you choose. A burning desire, be committed, not interested unshakable conscious and subconscious desire. What do you think about when you're shaving? What do you think about when your mind wanders? When you're driving, you got the windshield time, and the, the world gets silent. It's a good chance whatever your mind goes to in those moments, that's what you really want in life. You must have a mind closed against all negative, no matter how compelling or close the relationship may be where the negativity is Initiated. God bless them. They don't know. I love them. They love me. They're trying to protect me. They don't even know they're trying to protect me, but they are. Because if I fail, it will hurt and they don't want to see me hurt. I'm not interested in negativity. and you absolutely don't need negativity from your mastermind. Number three, a plan and continuous action. The plan must be written. Something about the act, a pen to paper that really works. I like spreadsheets too. But a plan must be orchestrated visually in some way, shape or form, and then continuous action, ruthless execution. You will never achieve without continuous action. A plan does not execute itself. And last, a mastermind, someone balanced emotionally, someone secure in their pursuits and celebrates the title, your greatest fan, the most wisdom, someone who can have the difficult conversation with you when your desire overwhelms everything else and you need to fold that hand, they need to be the one to step up and tell you, this is not how you're going to accomplish this. Let's take a step back and reorder the plan. Four things, according to Napoleon Hill, that have been central in me designing the life that I have today, the life that I will have in the future, the life that I will help my children create as their mastermind, the way I have been able to overcome the darkest moments of my life. I remember Jeff Pitts telling me how you get anything you want. He held up four fingers. Read the book if you haven't. I'll give you a reading list on the next episode maybe. But four things. And if you get nothing else from the book, remember that. All right. That's all we got for today, folks. Thank you for tuning into resource real talk about Louisville real estate. Once again, back first time since July 6th. Happy to give this message to you here today. Check us out on all the socials, if you will, at Jay Pitts Realtor on Instagram, trying to hit that 10,000. Marcy Humble's doing some crazy work uh, to, get us, to get us to that $10,000 swipe up. Uh, threshold before the end of the year. Would love to have a thousand subscribers on YouTube. We're pretty far away from that. I'm staring at it right now at 155. YouTube.com slash j pitts realtor at j underscore pitts on TikTok. Would love to have a thousand of you follow us there. Five star reviews on only on the streaming platforms, please. That's Spotify and Apple Podcast. Shout out to Jose Bonilla who gave me the swift kick in the ass yesterday to get back on this microphone. We appreciate you, Jose. And also uh, a shout out to Caitlin Freudenberger. She gave me some, some, uh, fun little, uh, you know, motivational texts, if you will. We'll say, we won't call it teasing. We'll call it motivational texts, but I appreciate knowing that the content means a lot to you guys. We will do our best to bring it back to the weekly, to the weekly release. Uh, But once again, I'm your host, Jay Pitts, broker-owner, REMAX Premier Properties, Louisville Real Estate. Uh, We will see you real soon.